Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for listening to NeuroHive. I'm going to be really honest and upfront with you about something. We took a really big risk putting this information out for you and creating this content. I need your support to help beat the big tech and media overlords who just want to keep you addicted to complacency. They're making billions of dollars and ripping the United States apart all for the sake of keeping us dumb and numb in the place of our phones. I know a lot of you are business owners and entrepreneurs and self-driven individuals who listen to this. You are what they fear the most. Self-reliant, independent thinkers and individuals who are willing to put in the work that is required of success. To help our cause in creating impactful and transparent content to help American business owners, I need your support for the show. If I taught you something, if we gave you new insight into something that you hadn't thought about before, or even just made you smile a little bit today, please share the show. That's how we're going to grow the hive into the greatest force for good that exists out there in the world today. It doesn't have to be a social media share or story post, but... Many of you do that and it's greatly appreciated. But what it can be is the next time you're hanging out with your buddies, having a conversation with other business owners and it comes up of what are you stuffing your brain with? What's the good stuff that you're putting between your ears? I would greatly appreciate a mention of NeuroHive. We do a good job for you. I really would love that in return. Let's fire up B and hop into today's episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome to NeuroHive. Super excited being here with you today, and thank you so much for joining the Smarter Marketing Revolution. You made the right choice, deciding to be here and taking some time out of your day to listen to this quick episode. This first one for you as we kick off the new season, the new series, the new podcast all together with the new marketing revolution. I wanted to give you a quick intro. We're restructuring the show, doing a lot of things differently, and I'm super excited, super blessed to be here. But wanted to let you get to know me a little bit, a little insider knowledge, if you would. Um, my name is Alex Von Harn. I'm a professional neuromarketer and a serial entrepreneur. Since I was a young kid, I've been fascinated by human attention. It, I didn't really crave it. I wasn't captivated, um, you know, by, by the idea of people just constantly being at me or, uh, or wanting that attention. But what I did really, really find interesting about human attention was sleight of hand magic. Like many kids, right? You see, see the magician at a kid's birthday party and uh, you're just kind of blown away by the sleight of hand that some of these people can do. And it was my first really foray into somebody that's able to completely hijack your attention in real time. And their ability to shift reality was absolutely mind blowing to me. This led to a great love for me of motion graphics and CGI, fell in love with art, fell in love with the idea that we can trick the brain into thinking things are real when they're just a series of ones and zeros on a computer screen. But like many of you who had these crazy art dreams or had these crazy uh, soul-fulfilling ambitions younger in your life, you've probably had that force in your life say, no, 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 that that past is not for you. That's not for people like us, right? Uh, parents, uh girlfriend at the time, they all told me that, hey, you should go get a quote, real degree, right? They were super, super adamant that, hey, like you've got the chops to go be anything you want to be. There's no reason to pigeonhole yourself into an art field. So out of spite, <laughs> I did the natural thing that anybody uh, young, dumb, and full of would do, 
which was I went into a really hard science degree and I loved it. I found neuroscience. I found psychology. I, I went back to studying what I was originally captivated by as a young kid, which was how does the brain work? How are we able to completely fool what our eyes see? What are those illusions that are going around around us all the time? And what I found is that I absolutely loved it. I started to go down the psychopharmacology route, which was studying how drugs affect the brain, legal, illegal, down to a kale salad, all the way up to hardcore methamphetamines, hallucinogens. What are they doing to our brain and body that are causing these altered states? How was it that we were able to mind bend reality around us through breath work? Right. This is all stuff that I started to get fascinated by. In my senior year in college, I had a near death experience where I hadn't, and I still do, I have an unknown airborne allergy. And it caused me to suffocate and die for about two minutes until the paramedics and a good friend of mine that I was with brought me back. And then this, this really kind of had a pivotal point in my life. I think we all have those at some point in time. And most throughout our lives, we actually have a few of them to where I got derailed, but I didn't fully derail, right? You go back to, I think, finding a younger sense of yourself and it pulled me out of the medical path and it landed me searching for what I've sought for months and months and months, which was what happened to me? Why did it happen? What was that experience of death? And I started kind of chasing it again. I started getting into breath work, cryotherapy, meditation, yoga, hallucinogens, and none of that really exposed the answers I was looking for. And then I found flotation therapy. A buddy of mine tried to get me to do uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu with him for a while. And uh, of course, he's like 5'8", uh, you know, like 175. And here I am two, I'm like 250 at the time, uh, six, five, real lanky, but you know, I, I hid my weight well and I just got obliterated and I didn't know how vulnerable and weak I was until I got out there and started doing that. But that they exposed me to the float, uh, float therapy. Sorry. I get a little emotional talking about this, but yeah, I was, I was really gripped by the float tank and it led me into doing more and more float work and for those of you that don't know what flotation therapy is, it's sensory deprivation tanks. They look like big wombs, big pods, and you're in there for about an hour, 90 minutes at the most for most people. And it's 1,200 pounds of Epsom salt and a tank with about 11 inches of water that's heated to skin temperatures. So all the senses in there are completely stripped away from you. The sense of feeling, sight, taste, touch, smell, sound, it's all supposed to be ripped away. And essentially all you're left with is your thoughts which got me into some pretty cool places, some pretty scary places. And we can get into more of those later into the show. But as I started finding flotation therapy was actually getting me the answers I was looking for. I approached the owner who was also into jujitsu at the time. And we started working together. He offered me a job. I was literally making eight twenty-five an hour and I was scrubbing tanks, right? People talk about, you know, that menial job that doesn't really mean anything that leads into something else. That's absolutely extraordinary. And that's what it was. I learned about the float industry. I learned about, um, you know, how cool and how much of an interesting therapy it is for your body and mind. But after a few vodka tonics one night, we were sitting around, he was like, man, like, I think, I think I might have to close this place. And it took me by surprise, right? Like as a college, just like, just freshly graduated college kid too, coming out and having to tell your parents after you just got a job, Hey, like, I don't know if this one's going to be around in a few months. Like, a little bit of a nerve wracking experience. So 
after I got, after we had this conversation, him and I were sitting there and I was like, okay, well, let me learn digital marketing. I've heard there's a lot of good things about this. This is, you know, during the height of the Facebook and Google boom, everything's really popping off with this. And within about 18 months, we figured out, we really kind of cracked the code on it. And this is when I started to really figure out like, hey, there's a lot of psychology and neuroscience that's linked back to digital marketing. And that's when I stumbled into the field of consumer neuroscience, which is essentially a fancy term for understanding really how the brain works and reacts to images, websites, and marketing messages. Uh, academics call this consumer neuroscience. We call it neuromarketing. And just really the distinction in our mind is that neuromarketing is really the real life application of the academic research and the academic research is the consumer neuroscience. Like I was saying, within about 18 months, we took the company from over, from about 100K in debt up to 2.2 million in sales by using neuromarketing in combination with Facebook and Google ads. While I was doing this, making 825 an hour, I was, uh, I was working the 40 hours like a full-time employee, but not an actual FTE. Uh, even though I was managing two brick and mortar locations for him, managing a team of 11 coworkers who were all little ditzy uh, 21 and under year olds. And I reached my breaking point, like many of you have in your entrepreneurial or business owning journey, right? You kind of reached your breaking point and said, I, I, I really can't do this anymore. And I asked for better deals consistently. And just like you would have guessed, I got turned down again and again and again. So eventually we reached that breaking point and January of 20 or of 2018, we started Hidden Falls Media. And we truly are the United States' premier neuromarketing agency. And that's been a very tough title for us to earn. Uh, most agencies out there don't really focus on the neuromarketing side. There are neuromarketers out there but most of them get gobbled up by big brands. But in the last few years, I've helped dozens of e-commerce brands scale into the eight-figure realm, spending millions in paid media over the last three to four years and generated roughly at the last count that we did last quarter, about 110 million in revenue for my clients and a few for myself too. But the reason I, why I have decided to start this show is because the world is run by entrepreneurs. And just like I said in the title, America right now is in a massive wave of people that are anti-American. There's these fake gurus in the marketing space, and it makes me absolutely disgusted. All they, all they are are social media flexing cupcakes, in my opinion. And they want to show you that they've got this, quote, secret formula to paid ads. And all you have to do is turn over all your social media to us, and we'll just magically generate all this revenue for you. And they do so while filming it in front of a BS ad that's in front of a rented Lambo, or they go and rent a plane or even those half fake cutouts of planes, which is, are even more fucking ludicrous. And somehow people buy it because it's marketing, right? And somebody is always your customer, no matter what you do or what you sell. And we battled this for months and months and months until it finally started to click for us that it really is an attack on American businesses. All of you are running businesses, businesses that we need to make strong and resilient and independent from the rest of the world so that way we can stand on our own. I think the last year to year and a half has really been a testament to what we can do inside of our culture, positively or negatively. And unfortunately, the business culture is the main driver for American culture. So... If it weren't for my fellow Arate Syndicate members and my 365 Driven members, I can't say that I would have the courage to speak up about what we're going to discuss in this show. 
I battled this for months. I used to have a show called the Hidden Falls Media Experience where I kind of felt handcuffed by talking about this stuff because it was more of an interview show. And we're going to do interviews here too, but a lot of what I want to talk about in this is really the super detailed strategies of how you can start to leverage a lot of the neuromarketing inside of your business. And I struggled with this for months because I was like, man, like I don't, I don't know if what I'm actually going to talk about is going to make a difference. And if the strategies and the knowledge that my brands that I represent got into the eight figure realm from them, are they going to feel like I'm doing them a disservice by giving all my quote secrets away? Even though all these secrets are out there to find, they're not even secrets. It's reading, it's research. It's all the stuff good marketing agencies and good marketers should do is research. And I was afraid that the information I was going to give away would be used unethically too, to tap into somebody else's psychology We've seen that play out in the media really, really strongly over the last few years, haven't we? Right. And we joke internally inside of HFM that, uh, that the white house didn't hire a really great PR or marketing firm because otherwise it would have gotten everybody to wear the mask. But I was afraid that I was going to welcome in more fake gurus too. And people who pretended to know what they were talking about just because they know how to parrot information really well, but not or act. They just don't execute. We all know them. We all know the people that cannot execute. They don't execute. They tell you they're going to execute. And then you ask them what they did this week or this month. And they just kind of look at you with their palms raised to the sky being like, I don't know what we did, but we did something. We spent your money. So with that kind of being said, I was afraid that you would try some of these techniques too and miss a small detail. And you really wouldn't get the outcome that you need to make your business flourish. So that's why we're opening up the show a little bit more. We've actually got three more microphones besides the one I'm using to bring on some incredible guests. And hopefully a lot of those come from the RTA and 365 driven community. So you can get some of the best and brightest minds in the world. And if it wasn't for these incredible people and my staff here at HFM, I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't be able to help you. We wouldn't be able to bring you this message. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Initially, we're going to try to drop these episodes weekly on Tuesday mornings for you. With the goal of moving this to a daily show with shorter episodes and a few long episodes sprinkled in there as well. I really want this to be a tactical guide and almost like a playbook as you begin to implement some of these smarter marketing strategies. There's something for you to learn in every episode. And it's, in my opinion, your job to figure out exactly how you can apply it to your business. While I welcome all your questions, I don't want you guys DMing me being like, how exactly do I do this? Unless you're willing to pay me to actually come in and consult in your business, which I'm happy to do. But this is really up for you guys to start to figure out. Because even if you are my client, I'm going to force you to start thinking about stuff like this, right? I'm not just a doer. I'm forcing you to think from a perspective of a neuromarketer. You're hiring somebody else that's different, that thinks differently than you. You're listening now to somebody that's thinking different than you think just like you think differently than I do. So we're going to learn from each other. I'm super pumped to bring in some different styles of episodes. So you're not just hearing from me, you're hearing from guests that we brought on in the past shows, guests that we'll be bringing on that you've not heard from before, and people that you might honestly not even know exist, but they're super big wave makers in their own rights. We're bringing in some more solo episodes, just like the one you're hearing today. And I promise over time, I will get a little bit better. Um, and I want to bring in some Q&As. So if you have questions for me, DM them to us at hidden.falls.media. That's at H-I-D-D-E-N dot F-A-L-L-S dot M-E-D-I-A. On Instagram and our team will pick three for each show for us to cover. While I can never guarantee success for you in the marketing realm, I can promise you a few things. 
that if you practice the ethical entrepreneurship and ethical neuromarketing, that we're going to operate from a strategic business plan and that you can listen with a curious student mentality and execute every day, I promise that you will find growth here. I promise. It's not something that can be taken lightly, but if you show up, put in the work, think about new perspectives, there's no way you can't win. Now, if you like the sound of this, hit, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button to the podcast, share it with a friend. Like I mentioned before, we're fired up for B with this. Uh, we've got some really cool elements that we're going to be adding into the show. Um, B, this show has grown to a true value exchange. If you do it the right way, and if you found value, and I found value, then we get to pass this along and do some pretty cool things with one another. And until next time, as always, go make somebody else smile today. It's amazing what type of impact it can have on their life.